grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Our text for this day is Matthew 25. Here again the part that reads, And while they were going to buy, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went in with him to the marriage feast, and the door was shut. Afterward, the other virgins came also, saying, Lord, open to us. But he answered, Truly I say to you, I do not know you. Watch, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour. This is a part of our text. We played among the stately cedar and spruce trees. You see, our first home was built in the early 1900s, and I guess the trees were planted about the same time. By that time, I, w by that time, I was a kid, and the trunks were so large uh, they could hide our little bodies. The cedar limbs were large enough to climb, and if that were not enough, there was always the huge lilac bush in the backyard. What a great place to play hide-and-seek. The one who was it would start counting as we searched to find our place until we heard, ready or not, here I come. Our Lord is coming. The clock is running out. Are we ready? To prepare God's people, yes, even us, our Lord has given us this parable of the ten virgins, Jesus starts out with these words, the kingdom of heaven will be like. Again, kingdom is a verbal noun, meaning it is a noun emphasizing more the action than the place. Yes, God's kingdom is that activity. It is the reign of God for his people. God is ruling those ten virgins who have lamps for a purpose as they wait for the bridegroom. Ready or not, here I come. Virgins, they represent purity, innocence. Here they are women. In Revelation chapter 14, the 144,000 are male virgins. Both represent the church here on earth. The church is often spoken of as in the feminine because she is the bride. And yet here our Lord speaks of ten virgins, doesn't he? It is not that there are ten churches, but signifying ten signifies the whole church. Yet at the same time, there are individuals that make up that church. So our Lord reigns over the whole church with many members. They are waiting for him, for ready or not, here I come. And yet, look at the church today. Look how it works and how its members get along. The church certainly is not pure, and it doesn't work all that innocently. We see those who belong to the church prove themselves to be sinners. The world has many valid criticisms of the church throughout time as well as today, and that should alarm us greatly. For Jesus has called us to let our light shine, for we are to be lights shining in this dark world. For it is that this parable is an earthly story with a churchly meaning. However, to focus on ourselves and our own purity is to get this parable wrong because it is about the bridegroom and being prepared 
for his coming, for ready or not, here I come. So what is it that makes the church pure and ready? It is the very blood of the bridegroom shed for his bride, the church. When the ten virgins are spoken of here, they are virgin because they have had their sin forgiven. The rule of God through the forgiveness of sins makes his church pure. And of each of its members as well, sinners declared saints, a gift given to all. And so it is these ten virgins have these lamps. They will have them to let their light shine. But as you read through the parable, we find that only five of them, or there are five of them that have no oil. And Jesus, the bridegroom, is coming. He is the one who said, I am the light of the world. And he has also declared his followers in Matthew chapter 5, in the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. And yet these five foolish virgins who have the forgiveness of sins, do they have Jesus? Ready or not, here I come. There's always a lot of waiting at weddings, isn't there? A lot of wedding, a lot of waiting even for pastors. I looked at my watch and good. The wedding wasn't starting till 4. It was 2:30 and I had plenty of time to take care of a few things and about 2:45 the phone rings. Pastor, are you coming? The wedding's at 3. Well, how could I've gotten that wrong? So I quickly changed clothes and headed out the door to realize I didn't have the wedding gift. Not a very shining light. But weddings are to be a joyful occasion. We are shocked, aren't you, by the five wise virgins, how they responded to the foolish ones, since there will not be enough for us and for you. Go rather to the dealers and buy for yourselves. As Christians, we are taught to love and to have concern and to share and yet these five wise virgins are abrupt and harsh. And when the five foolish virgins finally show up at the door, listen how the bridegroom responds. Truly I say to you, I do not know you. You see, Jesus has been preparing us all along by the context that shows this harshness. For last Sunday we heard in Matthew chapter 23 about the scribes and the Pharisees who sit in Moses' seat. They speak God's word, but Jesus warns them not to do the works that they do. He warns against hypocritical show. Jesus pronounced seven woes then and laments over Jerusalem. He tells of the temple's destruction. And in Matthew 24, he teaches about the signs of the ends of the age and the lesson of the fig tree beautiful fig tree that didn't bear fruit and therefore was cursed. Jesus teaches against hypocrisy and the fruitless life because it should shine with the light of Christ. 
in this dark world. But today, you and I as sinners are once again shown mercy. We have been declared not guilty, innocent, pure as virgins. We have been declared to be lights in this dark world. And the oil of your life is Jesus, who is the very light of the world. Through Jesus is the bridegroom who will visibly come. Jesus also gives us the light of his presence, the voice of his word. And where his word is, Jesus is as well. Like when the sheep hear the voice of the shepherd, but they cannot see him, and yet they see his rod and the staff going before him, so too we see baptism and the Lord's Supper among us. And where they are, Jesus is also. This morning I'd like you to turn to page 330 in your hymnal. In the Christian question and answers, which I encourage you to use to prepare for the Lord's Supper, we have question 18. On page 330, in question number 18 there in the left-hand column, it says, finally, why do you wish to go to the sacrament? Let's read this together. That I may learn to believe that Christ, out of great love, died for my sin, and also learn from him to love God and my neighbor. To love God and my neighbor. You see, forgiveness isn't just to make us feel better. Forgiveness of sin is so that you are what it means to be human again. The way God created you to love and to trust God and to love one another, to love your neighbor. As sinful human beings, we often find it easier to love things and use people. But Jesus goes ahead and turns it around so that we use the stuff that we have to love one another. As sinful human beings, we find it easier to deal with people out of our own hurt. When we have a bad day, it's easy to lash out against those who are around us. And yet Jesus takes our hurt and it places on himself on the cross. And he gives us his love to love one another. That's the kind of bride Jesus has declared us to be. One shining because of the good things that God has given to us. His love to love one another according to his commands. Did you notice in the parable that the bridegroom was coming? And that he didn't turn around and go home? Though the five virgins go out to meet him, when they meet him, they turn and go along with him to the wedding feast. He doesn't turn and go back home. This is what you are to consider as you hear 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. When they meet the Lord in the air. And you combine that with Revelation 21, then it makes sense. The holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God as a bride prepared for her husband. The new Jerusalem, the renewed Jerusalem, are the God's people who throughout time 
once again are reunited with the bride with the bridegroom that is Christ on this new earth a parable an earthly story with a churchly meaning the church redeemed by the blood of Jesus to be his bride spotless and brightly shining in this world for all the world to see Jesus the bridegroom comes for his bride the church ready here I come. Amen. Now the peace of God that passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus.